Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, you love Rockstar. I love Rockstar. Rockstar don't seem to love themselves, though, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to remastering their old games. And it seems like, according to reliable leaker uh, Tez2 over on Twitter, uh, responsible for various leaks in the past in regards to Bully 2, GTA 6, etc., um, he put, oh, they put a tweet out just saying, per a reliable source with clear accuracy on Rockstar's plans, remasters of GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption 1 were on the table a few years ago, but Rockstar chose not to proceed with the project in mind. The poor reception of the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition might be a reason behind that decision. Scott Telford, not <laughs> only has the GTA Definitive Edition uh, kind of trilogy more or less stolen £55 <laughs> from me because I never even got around to playing most God, of those yeah. games all the way through because of how buggy they were at launch. Uh-huh. Uh, they've now taken away the remasters that I've been looking forward to for years straight out of my hands. All I have wanted, man, since Red Dead Redemption 2 launched is a remaster or even a remake uh-huh. of Red Dead Redemption 1 because right. we've talked about loads on the podcast and on the videos over the years how much of an open goal it seems like it would be. They already remade so much much of the original map yep. of Red Dead Redemption in Red Dead Redemption 2 that was mostly unused in the main campaign of that game. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like it made sense to just transfer that over and then get a head start on remaking it proper. But now to see that it's cancelled, especially potentially in light of the Definitive Edition, to me that sucks and it makes me question what Rockstar is doing because well, they're in such a weird place right now. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that obviously if you've grown up with Rockstar games for the longest time, you sort of, they had a certain feel to them, they had a sort of certain signature feel to their game and they had that whole sort of crazy streak across the 2000s with Manhunt and the Warriors that was so random but those games were phenomenal um, but that initial sort of creative team are no longer at Rockstar specifically the likes of Dan Hauser um, who was lead writer on a lot of the GTA games Red Dead Redemption 2 and whatever and I kind of wonder whether his departure um, is why the sort of money grubby side of it is able to go in and just go actually we're not going to prioritise that we are going to put all, all of our eggs in the GTA 6 basket for example which we'll do another video uh, on that stuff because there is a leak during the rounds which is you've got to take it with a mountain of salt so we're going to separate that stuff out and pick it apart um, in a different video but I do wonder like you said what the hell they're doing in terms of the internal um, the internal cogs at Rockstar because as a machine as a company they function very differently today than they ever did before because yeah. last year there was that whole thing about in the run up to the definitive edition Take Two were getting out there um, saying look if this thing does well if this thing sells then we'll look into doing more remasters um, and obviously that game or the uh, trilogy of games was an absolute burning tire fire in our collective faces um, but I didn't realise that in February of 
this year, there was a, um, a earnings call from Take-Two, um, and they revealed that that uh, trilogy sold over 10 million units. <laughs> so it still did very well. So yes. it's not like there isn't a demand or an idea surrounding the, you know, revisiting Rockstar stuff. Um, and like Josh said before, Red Dead Redemption 1's map does exist inside Red Dead Redemption 2. So it's kind of staring them in the face. So I just, like I said, I wonder because of the reality of the way that company works and the fact of just how much GTA Online is being prioritized, you know, insert release of the game on current hardware as well um, as a free-to-play thing, then I wonder if that's just if that's just the GTA company now. It feels like it, doesn't it? It yeah. really does feel like it because even though they released Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, a good few years ago now, mm-hmm. like even Red Dead Online isn't getting the love that GTA Online got. Existed, exactly. Right? So many yeah. people did, Scott. Like, I was looking forward to that service so much. I was mm-hmm. a big fan of GTA Online when that first launched and I love Red Dead Redemption. So I was so excited to jump into that multiplayer mode and then to kind of see the paltry offering that <laughs> Rockstar was offering up. Yep. It was incredibly disappointing. And yes, they have supported it, but nowhere near to the extent that I assumed that they would. Mm-hmm. Going back to those comments from um, Take Two, it's it's a kind of weird position where the definitive uh, trilogy kind of like comes into those comments because mm-hmm. yes, it sold really well, but it was a PR disaster. Like yes. perhaps the biggest in Rockstar's history in terms of the quality of the games mm-hmm. uh, that are associated with its brand. Like they gave this definitive addition to another studio in that studio just didn't do the franchise justice and i'm going to refer to kind of like these projects as open goals a lot in these videos yes, they are. because that's what they are you mm-hmm. know people are hungry to relive their nostalgia by replaying the gta games that they grew up with mm-hmm. and to mess that up is like a monumental failure it's- like we, i know we bag we like talked about it so much mm-hmm. at the time but it shouldn't be overstated how much or how how they shouldn't have messed this up there this are much. certain re-releases there are certain properties that need to be treated with a certain level of care and I, I this is up there or was up there whatever with uh, the Master Chief Collection over on Xbox back in 2014 where it was like I remember Jeff Gersman saying on Giant Bomb it's like you know you, your Microsoft or your Xbox it's Halo get it done yeah. like there's there's only so many different ways you can come at that thing where it should have been perfected and in regards to GTA in the big run up to the Definitive Edition you know if you go back to the coverage that we were doing it did feel weird in the run up to launch it felt like they were kind of hiding something and it felt like they weren't being that clear with the way that things were being marketed it felt like this weird skew with approach of we're applying modern control schemes but it's also going to be an old school feel and it's going to be the games that you remember but they're also going to be juiced up kind of like GTA 5 or whatever and then when we got to launch um, you know, everything just hit the fan all at once and we found out that actually Rockstar barely had a hand in their development it was yeah. given to Grove Street Games um, and they were you know ostensible, ostensibly mobile ports with all sorts of texture bugs and spelling mistakes and all sorts of stuff um, and I just think that the fact that they allowed that to happen speaks to an inner workings of that company that don't prioritize quality when it comes to GTA anymore. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, and like you said, in a wider sense, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. I guess they're just going to prioritize that uh, GTA. Like well, totally. That going like, like jumping off your comment about are they just a GTA house? Like, <laughs> sadly, it kind of it kind of seems it. If you yeah. look at the projects that they've had reportedly in development over the past few years, it seems like they've tried to do Bully 2 at least a few times. Yeah. You know, we've had so many reports coming out about that title's development, how it was in development, how it was cancelled, how mm. it was maybe restarted and then cancelled again. Mm. Now we've got these two potential remasters just, just cancelled. And, and it's like they they must just literally be all hands on deck making GTA 6. And that kind of sucks considering how many studios they have under mm. the Rockstar umbrella. They used to make all of these different games, even if it was only like a handful of different games, like at the start of the 2010s where you had, you know, Red Dead Redemption, when you had Max Payne, when you had Grand Theft Auto. Finishing now, Noir off. Yeah, it? even that was like really limited compared to the 2000s where you had all of this other stuff, mm. like, you know, The Warriors and you had Bully and whatnot so that even the early 2010s era mm. was a kind of a streamlining of what they did before and now it's streamlined to the point where it does just feel like GTA is on the horizon like I don't <laughs> I can't even comprehend the idea of Rockstar announcing a game that isn't GTA 6 at this point like I well, don't even yeah. think that they would be working on anything else that isn't Grand Theft Auto and as, for as much as I'm looking forward to that sequel that's a bit of a shame no man that's that's kind of where I'm at where I'm just saying I don't know if I trust this permutation of Rockstar to make a new IP anymore um, and if they did I think it would go down more of what we see as the archetypal third third party development approach of microtransaction stuff loot box stuff like we've seen some of the worst of GTA um, in GTA Online and some of the worst practices and um, put in there and the grind has always been ridiculous there was all the casino stuff that's in there um, and so the, the controversy that was surrounding that so I just you know like I said at the beginning you have this creative team that had one hell of a streak across the 2000s and kind of bowed out with Red Dead Redemption 2 I did a whole video on how Red Dead Redemption 2 was really about the death of Rockstar and um, which I'm very very proud of go uh, watch that video but at the same time I think that that was that particular group of people going we've done our time we've done yeah. our thing and we know what this is going to turn into so we're going to kind of leave this um, and somehow is still there obviously dude came it was instrumental to um, GTA as well as the creative side of it um, but it's just hard to see you know anything in terms of positivity surrounding the future of Rockstar 100%. when this is the whole thing that they're doing I mean I think there's going to be some fascinating um, kind of retrospectives and maybe even exposés <laughs> on just how much GTA 5 changed the landscape of gaming mm. in general but especially the makeup of Rockstar because if you make something that is the biggest entertainment property 
ever that has brought in like <laughs> the most amount of money ever and con- continues and still to does, outsell yeah. um, you know brand new video games almost a decade on like that success that astronomical level of success mm. has to change the makeup of how these people approach business how they approach games and I do think that for as much as I love GTA 5 and GTA Online mm-hmm. I wonder if in te- another 10 years down the line we view that as kind of a shift from the old Rockstar to the new where they yeah. did become this kind of um, you know, developer that uses GDA as an excuse to print money, and they're doubling on, <laughs> doubling down on multiplayer aspects and online over the kind of more classic single player titles that they mm-hmm. used to be known for and gained acclaim for. I don't want to be like the old man yelling at a cloud and just kind of like you know lambasting any kind of change, mm. but it does feel like we're at a real transitionary point uh, in terms of Rockstar's own studio and gaming at large. Well, that's the thing. I think I'm very curious what they do going forward and I mean like you said there are open goals the likes of just saying GTA 4 is now available on modern hardware with a bit of an uptake in regards to graphics and performance would have been an easy thing for them to put out Um, and maybe they'll go back to it there was those initial comments like I said earlier about you know we will entertain the idea of remasters if the definitive edition does well but I also wonder if you're just crunching the numbers on it if all those um, people all those assets are better spent going towards GTA 6 uh, rather than revisiting old stuff but I guess we'll see right now it seems like these have been shelved so uh, it seems like most eyes are towards the future um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below of the state of Rockstar overall what were your favourite projects from days gone by and what are you looking forward to in the future for now I've been Scott from whatculture.com I've been Josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye goodbye ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.